Veeam, radical resilience starts here. This is your tech news briefing for Thursday, January 26th. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Job cuts are ripping through the tech industry, but so far the world's biggest company, Apple, has been able to avoid them. But Apple is not immune from the economic challenges facing the rest of tech. So what has it done differently to avoid a drastic cut in headcount? On today's show, our reporter Aaron Tilley joins us to explain how Apple has avoided layoffs and how long that can last. That's after these headlines. Former President Donald Trump is having his Facebook and Instagram accounts reinstated two years after they were suspended in the wake of the January 6th Capitol riot. Facebook's parent company Meta said it was ending the suspension in the coming weeks and added in a statement, quote, the public should be able to hear what politicians are saying so they can make informed choices. Trump's accounts were suspended indefinitely in January 2021 after the company determined he had praised violence committed by his supporters who were rioting at the U.S. Capitol in response to false claims that the election had been stolen. Meta had indicated it would eventually restore the former president's access. Trump was suspended from other social media platforms around the same time. Twitter reinstated his account last year after it was purchased by Elon Musk. But Trump has posted mostly on his own social media site, Truth Social, which he launched in 2022. Speaking of Elon Musk, who we report exclusively, he's looking to raise funding to help pay off some of the $13 billion in debt racked up from buying Twitter, according to people familiar with the matter. Musk's team held talks with investors last month about selling up to $3 billion in new Twitter shares, the people said. Our reporter Berber Jin has more. More specifically, it's targeted at the three billion in unsecured loans that he took out for the initial deal, which comes with rising interest rate the longer he takes to pay it back. So we're not sure if the fundraising talks have progressed and what the state they are today, but it does give a window into how his team is thinking about Uh, handling this really big debt package, which is going to really hurt them, I think, down the road, just because of how onerous the interest payments are. We've had reporting that's shown that Elon has struggled to keep advertisers on Twitter. He said himself that revenue has gone down. And so, you know, he really is looking for a lot of different ways to try and cut down on extraneous costs. Representatives for Musk didn't respond to requests for comment. Meanwhile, in another one of Musk's companies, Tesla reported record profit for the last three months of the year. Fourth quarter profit was just shy of $3.7 billion, up 59 percent from a year earlier. The electric vehicle maker did warn of an uncertain period ahead and said it was focused on cost reduction and increasing production. Investors' faith in Tesla has been shaken amid rising competition, higher interest rates, and diminishing brand value. They've also questioned Musk's focus on the electric vehicle maker since he bought Twitter. Tesla's stock price fell 65 percent in 2022, its largest annual decline, though it has since recovered somewhat. And if you're a frequent listener of this show, or even if you're not, you probably know that algorithms have a major impact on our everyday lives. They're used to personalize experiences like what shows or music is suggested to us, and they run products we use at work and home. 
But some say those algorithms are reshaping our world, even changing our behavior. Our colleague Danny Lewis from the Future of Everything podcast spoke about this and more with Gerd Gigerenzer, a psychologist and director of the Harding Center for Risk Literacy at the University of Potsdam. A deep neural network has many, many layers, but they're still calculating machines. And they can do much more things than ever before with the help of video technology. They can paint, they can construct text, but that doesn't mean that they understand text in the sense humans do. To hear the full conversation, head over to our sister podcast, Future of Everything. All right, coming up, layoffs are hitting the tech industry hard, but one tech giant seems to be avoiding them. We'll discuss who is bucking the trend and how after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The tech industry has been hit hard by layoffs. For those keeping track, more than 200,000 roles have been cut in tech since the start of 2022, according to layoffs.fyi, a website that tracks the cuts. Among those making large staff reductions are Google parent Alphabet, Microsoft, and Meta. Notably not on that list? Apple. So what has kept the iPhone maker from announcing layoffs, and will it be able to keep bucking that trend? Joining me to talk about this is our Apple reporter, Aaron Tilley. Hi, Aaron. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. A lot of other tech companies scaled up during the pandemic, adding, you know, more people to their headcounts, and they're now having to rethink those staffing numbers in the face of some changing economic conditions. Is Apple in the same boat? No, Apple's not in the same boat. Throughout the pandemic for the past three years, pretty much all the big tech players really escalated. Their workforce grew by quite a bit, except Apple. Apple was really conservative in its workforce growth. It grew about 20% over the past three years, while other companies like Amazon doubled, Microsoft 50, Alphabet 57, and Meta also around doubling their workforce. Why didn't Apple grow at that same pace? Well, Apple has always been much more of a leaner company than the rest of tech. They're very conservative. They try to make the most out of what they currently have. Their last actual real set of mass layoffs happened back in 1997 when Steve Jobs returned to the company as an effort to save the company that was under a lot of pressure. So throughout the history, they've just been slowly but steadily growing, but always been very leanly run. Is there something about Apple's business model that has made it more resilient then than some of these other companies? I think a lot of these other companies have been a lot more vulnerable to shifts in the economy, 
during the height of the pandemic, their businesses really accelerated, but coming out of it, they've hit some snags, they've hit some troubles, you know, especially in the digital ad markets, e-commerce, those have slowed down quite a bit. Some of that slowdown in the digital ad markets has been due to changes Apple has made, actually. So uh, Apple's partially the cause of that slowdown, but also there's just broader slowdowns economically happening. And with Apple's business, the iPhone still reigns supreme. It is still around 50% of their business, and demand really hasn't subsided that much. The big trouble for them is making enough, and there's certainly a lot of troubles there in manufacturing these phones. You mentioned Apple running kind of a, a lean business when it comes to staffing. I mean, are there other ways that they run the business that have kind of helped keep them on track to avoid some of the job cuts other companies are having to make? Well, the main thing is how conservative they grew their workforce. But, you know, there's all sorts of little other things on top. They don't offer free lunches, unlike a lot of the other tech players. It's not huge, but it's interesting and I think symbolic of Apple's leanness. Other tech giants also don't offer free lunch, but companies like Alphabet and Meta, they are kind of famous for their employee perks, and Apple just never did that. What about in terms of investing in other products? I mean, not only did a lot of big tech companies add body count, they also added new projects during the pandemic, kind of thinking these good times would roll. Did Apple follow any of that model? Yeah, so uh, Meta and Alphabet are also famous for these really ambitious projects that will probably never pan out in terms of making real business out of them. Apple has some ambitious projects itself that are certainly risky, such as a AR, VR headset supposed to come out later this year, and they're trying to build their own car. It's really uncertain when that will come out, but these projects that Apple is building out, there is a uh, rationale. There is a, I think, fundamental business plan in place they are trying to execute on. Apple is reporting its earnings next week. What do we expect from that? Well, Apple just went through its holiday quarter with its brand new iPhone 14s. And the thing that happened in this previous cycle was that manufacturing just went crazy for them. China, where Apple manufactures pretty much all of its phones, really had some issues with its zero COVID policies. Their most important facility is iPhone City with hundreds of thousands of workers shut down over some of these zero COVID policies. There were protests and riots and manufacturing really slowed down for them. The, the wait times reached the highest that they've ever seen for a new iPhone launch. And so what we're going to see, I think, is some disappointment in the numbers Analysts, though, are expecting some of that demand to be pushed out to the March quarter. So there's not a whole lot of concern from Wall Street now. They've tempered their expectations, but it doesn't mean demand's gone for the iPhone. It's just Apple has to get the trains running on time and get their manufacturing back up to speed. So we don't expect investors to turn around and say, this isn't the rosy picture we were after. Why don't you make cuts like everyone else? No, I think they understand what's on the horizon, what's coming next week. But We'll have to see how bad these manufacturing issues hit Apple. If it's surprising, if it's much worse than what everyone, all the analysts are expecting, I think there could be a chance that there would be questions around layoffs at Apple and should Apple be doing that too. But 
we'll have to wait and see how bad this manufacturing hiccup hit Apple. All right. That was our reporter, Aaron Tilly. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that's it for today's tech news briefing. If you want more tech stories, check out our website, wsj.com. And if you like our show, please rate and review it. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. Build a stronger future with Veeam, the global leader in data protection and ransomware recovery. Protect and restore any workload, anywhere, anytime, instantly, and get comprehensive recovery and tailored solutions that scale with you. Visit VEEAM.com to learn more. Veeam. Radical resilience starts here.